This is Victoria Schnepps, publisher of Schnepps Media. We are the local source for news in New York City, Long Island, and Westchester. And we are feeling the power today of Power Women, brought to you by schnepsbroadcasting.com. And you can listen to our podcast wherever podcasts are heard. So today, I am thrilled to be talking to the president-elect of the Brooklyn Bar Association, Natoya McGee. Welcome, Natoya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, you really are somebody special, and I was so delighted to get to know you. Thank you. And I think you're being a star. <laughs> you're being one of our stars, aren't I am. you? I am. So we have many different mantles that we're proud of you about, besides being the incoming president at 35, correct? At 35. So I'm the incoming president-elect, and my term starts on June 1st, the Brooklyn Women's Bar Association. So when we start your life, we started in Jamaica. We did. Uh, I grew up in Jamaica. I was raised, I would say, by my great-grandmother, Beryl Mae Brown. Um, she was a great woman and mentor to me. I, 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 she inspired me until this day, and I came here to the States when I was 14 years old to attend high school. So being um, a young girl in Jamaica, I've been to Jamaica, and it's <laughs> such a beautiful place. Um, was it rural growing up, or were you in a city? What, where did you grow up? What kind of environment did you live in? So I grew up in uh, Ocho Rios, uh, but I did go to, uh, I went to boarding school. I went to Ocho Rios High School, and then went away to boarding school, to Westwood High School, and to St. Hilda's High School in Brownstown. So it was kind of a rural area. Um, th that I grew up in. Right. Yeah. So when you were uh, living there, I know when you were 14, yes. you came to America, but I think there's something about a lasting impression what, about what your father did yes. that drove you to potentially being in law enforcement. Yes. So my dad was in the Army in Jamaica, and all I can remember growing up is, is about his uniform and how he looked in his uniform and how proud he was wearing his uniform. So I was just always interested. Well, I was a tomboy. I climbed trees. I wasn't interested in girl stuff. Um, but I, I um, just, just, just growing up with him and he, uh, in the uniform, I think that's what got me interested in law enforcement and in the, in the law. Tell me just a little more about your great grandmother and the impact she ha had on your life. Well, Miss Beryl May Brown, um, my great grandmother. So she had, um, she raised her son. And she actually raised my mo my mother, and then she raised me. So three generations she did <laughs> of mothering, and um, I was I felt very lucky to have her in my life because I was her very first great grandchild, <laughs> the number one position. Yes, so we had a very special relationship. It was very spoiled. So, we, but I think also that made you feel a certain level of self esteem because you sound like. You were adored and loved. Yes. Um, I, I felt that way about <laughs> my great-grandmother. And also, I was um, I was uh, the first. Like, I was the first uh, born. I have um, a younger brother and a younger sister. So a sense of responsibility to go to school, to do the right thing, to... Um, to be good. So I always felt that way. Well, she's up. not, you're not just good. Yeah. You're excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe the journey of life is such an interesting uh, way to learn about somebody else's life. And when you came here at 14, who did you come with? 
I came here with my uh, mother and uh, with my younger sister. So did they have a place to live or relatives? I mean, how did you come? Yes, my my mom was already here working, and um, uh, my sister and and I joined her here when I was 14. And from there, I went to Boys and Girls High School, then I transferred to Canarsie High School. Okay, but then... Something drove you to a career because you went to John Jay College, correct? I did. I went to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. I, I just, like I said, I've always been in, interested in law enforcement. Like I love Law and Order, like everyone else. Uh, my favorite <laughs> show. And um, there, I met a lot of people in law enforcement. You have police officers, corrections officers, lawyers. So I met a lot of people there as well. At the college. Um, at, at the college. So it was it, it was a very good college, Cune, and I always encourage uh, people to explore that. Um, CUNY and, and what turned what turned the wheel from law enforcement to the law? To, to the law. <laughs> um, I, I, I graduated uh, college and I was just trying to figure out what to do, figure out where I where I fit in. And um, it just called me, just practicing of law called me and I knew that's what I wanted to do and I just on a whim decided I wanted to go to law school. Well here we are with Natova McGee and she went and took herself after working a full day yeah. to New York Law School. I did. That had to be a tough thing to stick it, to. It was tough. How long did it take you to get through the classes well, to get a degree? Well, we I went to, I worked at a bank, and then I went to school. That New York Law School has, had even classes. I don't know if they still do at the time that I went there. So I worked during the day, and I went to school, and I met a, a lot of great people, a lot of working people. You know, they had a career, and they were in law school or they had a family and they were in law school. So I, I always connected with that group of people. Um, and they were a little bit of your inspiration. Y- yes. If they could do it, I could yes, do it too. Yes, yes, yes. I could see that. But in terms of your journey from law school, tell us about your internship because I think that is such a powerful thing for people to do to get to know what they really, uh, what is their passion in yeah. life? So I, I, I went to law school in, in the Evelyns, and unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't make law review. <laughs> I didn't make moot court. So I was trying to figure out what am I going to do? Like I, 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 I don't, I'm not at top of the class, right? I, I, I don't have the grades. I'm not on all uh, moot court. I'm not, not on law review. And I, I said I would just intern every single semester. Like that's how I would sell myself. And um, there was a posting on our website for an internship with uh, Judge Nancy Bannon. She was in family court in the Bronx at the time. She's now a, a Supreme Court justice uh, in uh, Manhattan Civil Court. And I applied and um, I got the internship. And I was very, very lucky because usually when you have a a judge, you have a court attorney, so there's always an in-between for you to connect with the judge. And this summer, she didn't have a court attorney. So I got to be even in law school, in essence, just working with her, having that one-on-one connection with her for the summer. And it, it absolutely changed my life. So when you say changed your life, can you be a little more specific about what impact it had? Sure. I I, um, I, I connected her with her in a sense that I, I, she, she uh, conducted a little trial, so I sat there with her. We talked about cases. We interacted. Um, so it, it changed my life in a sense uh, that uh, we just had a great relationship, and uh, she trusted me, and I was able uh, to speak with her about cases, to give my opinion about cases, and she really mentored me. Um, uh, she was one of my very first mentors to mentor me to be the person that I am right now. And at that point, she was a 
past president of the Brooklyn Winsboro Association, and that's how I got connected to the Brooklyn Winsboro Association because she texts me uh, when I graduated law school. I, I was not working at the time, and she asked me if I wanted to be on the board of the Brooklyn Winsboro Association. And right out of law school, I became a board member. So that's how I got connected with the Brooklyn Women's Bar Association. Okay, but where did you get a job? <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay the bills to be I part know. of the Brooklyn Bar Association. Women's Bar. Oh, I did. I started my career at the Legal Aid Society Criminal Defense Firm. And I'm so thankful for that experience as well. I, um, I, I, I started my career in the Manhattan office. I, I litigated cases. I tried cases. I was involved in from arraignments until the final disposition of cases, and um, I had a great opportunity. They had a great mentors from that office as well. So, I've so been talking very lucky. about mentors, I know that you went on to do other things after the Legal Aid Society. But the one word that keeps resonating with me is your mentors. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about your plans for expanding mentorships in the Brooklyn Bar Women's Association. So this year, our president, uh, Karen Caval, started the mentorship program uh, where we just wanted to connect younger attorneys and, and, and uh, law students with more experienced attorneys uh, to connect them professionally and to uh, connect them personally because I think that's very, very important uh, for young people starting out with their career. Um, I think with social media nowadays, with the Facebook, but with a link, LinkedIn, it's just hard to get people to connect and to meet up and to have that face-to-face -face interaction. So that's what we wanted to do. And uh, with Carrie Ann Blessin, I chaired the co-chair the mentorship committee with Madeline Curtin, and uh, we connected eight mentors this year and eight mentees, and we were hoping to grow the mentorship committee uh, as we go along. We also created the Young Lawyers Committee as well, and, and again, that's a way for young attorneys to network with more experienced attorneys, just to meet people, to network with them, because I, it, I, uh, working in, in, in Brooklyn, I learned that, that this legal, it's, it's, it's a very, very small community. Like everyone knows everyone. You're always connected. And people that you meet that I've met uh, seven, eight years ago out of law school, I'm seeing them again. I'm meeting them now. So we are all very connected. So I think it's just a great way of getting everybody connected, mentorship, and um, getting people involved in the, the bar associations because I've been very, very uh, lucky that I've been able to do that. Well, I think for you, it seems that it has really enlarged your world, and you want to enlarge the world of other people. I believe in events uh, that bring people together, like we're doing our stars under 40, and we bring people of the next generation together. Yes. And I think that that's, for me, the great pleasure of introducing people that you would not know ordinarily. You would not know, like that. And that's what you're doing with the Bar Association. But I know that there must be a little piece of you that has some fun. Tell I, me a little bit about your life we, outside of the courts. We, well, we have we have we have fun in the bar too. We have our kickaxe throwing event. Uh, we we uh, have our happy hour. We we try to have our paint and sip event. We have fun fun in regards to that. Too. Say that again. A our what? paint and sip. So we paint, paint and, and sip. sip. So we painted. <laughs> I never um, heard of that. Yes, I need to mention the coaches of my young lawyers committee, Justice. Uh, Justice Edwards and Justice Juan uh, planned, we all planned the paint and sip. So we painted the, the Lady Lib Liberty um, last July, actually. So that was very fun. 
<laughs> well, you know, I think um, I believe that all work and no play does not make a life. Yeah. And I know that you are uh, involved in your career so heavily, but is there something you do just for the fun of it? I am so, so busy, but I, 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 I like uh, my niece is 14 years old, so she gives me a lot of fun. I like hanging out with her and, and um, going to the movies. And at 11 a.m., we went and saw Avengers. I, I loved Oh, everybody that. got that <laughs> early, right? Very, very right. early. Um, I'm not going to ask you what it's about because <laughs> no one says you have to see it. You can't be told. But I uh, do know you spend a Saturday morning with just Heinz Radix's husband I, I, and mentoring uh, yes. young children. And again, just Heinz Radix is... Uh, one of the wonderful mentors that I've met, being part of the Bukum Women's Bar Association. She is a past president, and just being able to connect with her on Saturdays. I, I, uh, her husband ran a mentorship program in Brooklyn, and I, I, I mentor every Saturday. So again, it's about connecting with people and um, giving, giving back helping. and giving back. Well, it giving feels back. good. <laughs> well, I always say that when you give, you get so much more back. I agree. And I think you're feeling that. And, you know, we used to call it tutoring. I think now it's called mentoring. Mentorship. So I think it's the idea of what you're about to do that. So let me ask you, what would be a good advice that you would give to young people who are starting out and want to achieve the power woman mantle that you wear. What advice would you give them? I would say get off the iPhone <laughs> and get out there and just meet people and interact with people and network and uh, have face-to-face interactions. You never, just never know. And they always say it's not who you know, it's who knows you and willing to take um the art, right? And willing to take on something and see something in you. So you never know. That's what that's what I would say. All right, I know well, I say that because I'm on my phone a lot, but... <laughs> no, but I think that that's good advice, and yeah. sometimes we take our own advice, and I think, with all due respect, you must have taken your own advice yeah. because I'm so delighted to know that uh, you will be now the president of the Brooklyn Eventually. Bar Association yes. for Women, and so, it's, it's, it's coming around the corner. Yes. But I knew that um, at 35, you're probably the second youngest person that ever I held am. that. I am. So I wish you congratulations and all the best to do the things that you want to do and guide others to be as successful as you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> and this is Victoria Schneps talking with Natoya McGee. Natoya is a wonderful attorney who has climbed the ladder of success to be a power woman and a star under 40 uh, with us today on Power Women. Feel the power in our podcast and tune in to schnepsbroadcasting.com. Wherever podcasts are, fine, are found, you will find Power Women. Thanks. Bye now.